0: Welcome to the MG Show. It is Monday, October 23, 2023. Uh, Pretty crazy uh, uh, weekend of events, uh, lots of attacks on this show. It's great. It just means we're over the target, apparently. Uh, Before we go any further, let me welcome my partner in justice, Shady Groove. Shady.
1: Oh, what a weekend it was. 10, 23, 23. Welcome to the show, everybody. The MG show here on Rumble Live. Thank you so much for joining us. And that's exactly what's going on, Jeff. Lots and lots of activity because it seems like the uh, people who have things to hide are getting more and more frantic every single day.
0: And we love it. We love our trolls and we pray for them as well. Uh, today, we're going to talk about General F- Flynn and Sidney Powell and the uh, truth that uh, Donald J. Trump made over the weekend. Very interesting, to say the least. Uh, maybe it's a reminder to stay in line because he's attacking the whole uh, Q movement, uh, which we are behind Donald J. Trump. Unless you, In case you've been keeping score... Donald Trump loves us because we are fighting for him. I mean, you don't, you understand this, right? Shady, you understand that.
1: Oh, I understand that. I understand what it means to fight for the hero of the story as opposed to the uh, other characters in the novel.
0: Yeah, yeah. And maybe they don't know that I know more than they think they know, That, that I know that you know, that I know that you know, Shady Groove.
1: And I know that you know that they think that they know, but they really don't. (laughs)
0: love it guys uh so we don't have field of greens but make sure to go to fieldofgreens.com, use that code mg show um they sponsor us like every other week or so but uh we still love them very much Brightion.tv, go to that store as well they got a lot of great stuff over there brighteon use code mg show over there as well and uh you know yeti let's just uh, roll
2: that beautiful boom footage we'll be right back
4: Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments.
3: And now is the time to own gold and silver.
4: Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG Show when you call.
0: nine eight seven i don't even
5: know when it is but hey
0: i got a great producer he tells me when it is i'm just messing with my producer yeti we love you brother thank you very much for doing what you do we appreciate you uh welcome back friends that's at mypillow.com go back to mg show use that code mypillow.com on mg show or excuse me MG Show on MyPillow.com. How's that, Shady Groove? I, I, I goop that all up. eight hundred eight seven three zero four seven eight eight hundred eight seven three zero four seven eight 873 is the number if you want to talk to an amazing customer service rep. Mypillow.com. Use code MG Show. Shady, we got a lot going on. We've got a lot of narratives fighting, Shady Groove. A lot of narratives to fight. We got Trump speaker of the house stuff that's crap. Um, we've got, you know, devolution crap going on. We got people worried about me. All the time shady groove and this show um but you know what nothing can stop what is coming because we know better and we are all in for president donald j trump
1: that's that's exactly right and look at look at the way they're escalating all of these different narratives that you're just mentioning within within the movement that are corresponding with all the narratives that are going along to further get you to call for war, to further uh, uh, get you activated, to be motivated, to send people over there to war, to Israel, and many more, it looks like 12,000 people being sent now, and they need narratives on every level. They need narratives within the patriot movement, and they need narratives on the surface, and it seems like they are cooperatively working together to the same outcome, which is get rid of Trump seeming the uh out the uh uh result that they want
0: yeah you know and we got you know here's here it is it's rarely seen shaded groove but this is how we actually do uh f- here's how we fight the narratives check it out only a hand full of people have ever seen with their own eyes the mg show fighting narratives here we go <laughs> there it is. Boom! swinging a miss. So you get the idea. I love Bruce Lee. That was an excellent idea for a meme. Shady groove. Well done. Thank you, Keck um but you know the fighting in gaza it's coming home guys it's coming home to the usa trump was right he was right again he's been right and he's right this is from 11:14 uh, today shady the fight in gaza is coming home to the usa the tens of thousands of strong young men from the middle east that have already invaded our country and are continuing to come totally unchecked will become a problem of the likes which we have never seen before Cro- crooked Joe Biden is a very ignorant, stupid man who has never been right on foreign policy issue in his life. Close our border now. Stop the onslaught. Stop the invasion.
1: Period. Wow. Yeah. And it, 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 interesting, you know, what, what, everything that's going on to, to see. And, you know, you've been talking about the, the setup and everybody's been talking about the setup since Donald Trump left of World War Three, And right now you're starting to see another whole angle that they have been getting set up by sending all of these people through the border for the last two and a half years now. You, there's a, there's a specific reason for that. And uh, it's not good.
0: Not good. Not good at all. And you know, guys, we're uh you know, we're fighting the narratives here every day on Twitter, True Social, uh, you know, X, whatever you want to call it, and right here on Rumble, Rumble.com slash MG Show, Red State Talk Radio, and of course Brighton.tv. Uh, Shady, I wanna kinda of cover, let me just double check where I got it here. Um, I wanna cover a little bit about, you know, what Trump said uh this this uh this weekend about Sidney Powell. Okay. Okay. Um, let me just double check. Here it is. So Trump responds to uh, Sidney Powell's uh, actual guilty plea. Um, I want you guys, I'm going to send you this link. Okay, guys, this is the link copy. And I am I want each and every one of you to click on it and read along with me. And, and I'm going to show you how to do it. If you see me post an Epoch Times or Shady post an Epo- Epoch Times article, this is what you're going to see. Oh, gosh, I can't see it. Can I? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh I can enter my email, which you can or you can continue without registration and it's free from us guys okay this is a free everything that we post on is free uh, we'd love for you to go ahead and and subscribe if you could it helps us out uh, but thank you very much so former president donald j trump on sunday responded to attorney Sidney powell's guilty plea in a fulton county georgia election case by saying that she wasn't ever his attorney Sidney powell is one of the millions and millions of people who thought and in ever-creasing numbers still think correctly that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and stolen, and he spelled it with two L's, he wrote on True Social. He added that Ms. Powell was not my attorney and never was. If she was his attorney, she would have been conflicted, the former president said. Ms. Powell did a valiant job of representing a very unfairly treated and governmentally abused Michael Flynn, but to no avail. His prosecution, despite the facts, was ruthless. He was an innocent man in this case, okay? He was an innocent man. Not all the other cases. In this case, he was an innocent man, much like many other innocent people who are being persecuted by this now fascist government of ours. And I was honored to give him a full pardon, President Trump wrote on True Social. As to Ms. Powell's trial in Fulton County approached, she tried to distance herself from President Trump. It's because she was never there, guys. You understand this is why President Trump had to do this to distance herself from President Trump. She was never closed in. She did not represent President Trump or the Trump campaign because she never signed an engagement agreement to be their attorney in an official capacity. Her attorneys said in a court filing in August, coming weeks after she was charged. The court filing added that Ms. Powell's name was ever wasn't ever on any of the trump campaign's court filings guys miss powell agreed to cooperate with fulton county district attorney general and testify against her co-defendants in the election related case in return she pled guilty to six misdemeanors and agreed to pay a fine while it did not require her to plead guilty to racketeering charge that ensnared her and 18 co-defendants including the former president, the plea was issued just as she was sl- just uh, as she was slated to go on trial on October 23rd, along with uh, attorney Kenneth Cheesebro, who similarly pled guilty to related crimes last week. And Miss Powell and Mr. Cheesebro, or Chesabro, Chesabro, agreed to testify against other defendants in the case. So this is actually Sydney Powell.
6: Do you understand that by pleading guilty, you are giving up the right to a trial by jury? Yes. Do you understand that by pleading guilty you're giving up the right to remain silent and not to incriminate yourself yes do you understand that by pleading guilty you're giving up the right to confront witnesses that the state may bring to testify against you yes i apologize how do you plead to the six counts of conspiracy to commit intentional interference with performance of election duties guilty
2: do you understand the nature of the charges that have been reaccused that you would be pleading guilty to today I do, sir. And you've heard all the rights that uh, the state has gone through that you would waive by going forward with this plea. Do you still wish to waive those rights? I do. And are you pleading guilty today because you agree that there is a sufficient factual basis, that there are enough facts that support this plea of guilty? I do.
0: And it's awesome. I see some people, at MB is saying that Trump will pardon her, certainly. I don't know if you really understand the nature of what's really going on. This is another failed Flynn op guys. I mean, let's, let's open our eyes. Everything that Flynn has touched has turned to poop.
1: JD. Yeah. Um, if you would uh, reread that, uh, uh, pull that back up. I want you to scroll back up real quick. There's a part of that. I'd like for you to reread, because it's very interesting. The way that, the, that, that was, um, uh, like the second paragraph down, I think, sorry, if you already moved past it, I apologize. No, hang on. Let me,
0: let me actually grab the the full truth so we can read it that way. And we'll talk about, you know, what's really happening here. Um, You know,
1: go ahead. This one. No, I was just going to say in the article, it was something that was, was stated in the article that I wanted you to, 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 uh, to focus on just a second, if you could. Okay. Here's the article. Here's the article. Yeah. So uh, scroll up.
0: There's the first paragraph.
1: Oh, that's the first paragraph. Okay, now go down from there.
0: Mm-hmm. Sidney Powell. Something, there's one of millions, of millions
1: and millions. On down to the next one underneath that, the, the the Mike Flynn post underneath the next paragraph. Hang on. As Ms. Powell's trial in Fulton County approached, she tried to distance herself from President Trump telling to not respond President Trump in the campaign uh, the engagement. There was something that represent. I was going to... Yeah, I think I got past it. There was something in that next paragraph there that I wanted to comment on. Sorry about that. Miss Powell Um, agreed to cooperate.
7: Yes, this is it.
1: Yes, Miss Powell agreed to cooperate with the Fulton County District Attorney's Office and to testify against her co-defendants. So I wanted to take that up because everybody's running with the narrative that she's testifying against Trump. Right here, it shows that she's testifying against her co-defendants, which would be the other people that are involved in the case, and maybe even a couple that haven't been charged yet. That was the point yeah. I
0: wanted to make. I mean, guys, we need to reset our thought clock right now. And what we really thought before, you know, some of the things that happened. You know, we we know that we've given a lot of money to General Michael Flynn and Sidney Powell and Patrick Byrne, and nothing. And I repeat, nothing has ever gotten done. Only messed up everything that they touched turned to poop. And I mean that guys, nothing has gotten done. Where did the money go?
1: They, they, they took advantage of a moment of vulnerability with the American people, and now that we are looking back, we can clearly see that a lot of the stuff, the reason that Sydney palace pleading guilty is because the stuff that she did was not right. She was focusing on things she was bringing up points. She was uh, bringing lawsuits and all these different things that weren't legitimate the, the affidavits were signed. You know, these were affidavits that were being signed by people supposedly that had that had uh, evidence. Well, those affidavits were just drawn up. They were written up. We saw that immediately in that briefing that she filed. Uh, Tory says had such stuff in there. Affidavits. If you sign an affidavit with the court, then that's a felony. That's illegal. That is, that can bring prison time against you for doing such a thing. And uh, this is the reason that Sidney Powell is pleading guilty right now. Is the point I wanted to make.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we're we're just looking at everything that they've touched has turned to poop. Everything, guys. Um, so uh, in a Twitter post nearly three years ago, President Trump did, in fact, announce Ms. Powell would be added to his legal team and said that she would work with former New York City uh mayor rudy giuliani on a team with other lawyers she also appeared in a november 2020 news conference with mr giuliani and fellow attorney jenna ellis making statements about an alleged scheme to flip the votes from president trump to then candidate joe biden but the campaign pains legal department later clarified she was never part of their team later on in 2020 president trump's campaign released a statement saying that miss powell was quote practicing law on her own adding that she isn't a member of Trump's legal team. She is also not a lawyer for the president in his personal capacity. Who was she a lawyer for in her personal capacity? Do you guys know? General Flynn. Yes. At this time, at the time, Ms. Powell issued a statement saying that she would continue to pursue legal activity despite the statement from the Trump campaign, quote, I agree with the statement today. I will represent we the people and seek the truth, she said in late 2020. I intend to expose all the fraud and let the chips fall where they may. We will not allow the foundations of this great republic to be destroyed by abject fraud or our votes for President Trump and other republicans to be stolen by foreign interests or anyone else. After the election, Ms. Powell generated a significant number of headlines for her pro- uh, prognostications regarding the 2020 election, while claiming she would release the Kraken. Remember that guy's about voter fraud. Between December 1, 2020, and November 30, 2021, she raised more than 14 million dollars via her nonprofit, Defending the Republic. The organization spent about 8 million, including 3.8 million on legal fees and 2 million on other expenses, according to reports. As Ms. Powell told media outlets last year that her nonprofit has independent accountants, legal counsel, and auditors. Compelled to lie? Harvey Silvergate, lawyer for John Eastman, one of the co-defendants, told the Epoch Times that he believes Ms. Powell was actually innocent in trying to escape wrongful conviction based on what he describes as an unfair law. This is how prosecutors operate. They charge, they overcharge, including charging innocent people, Mr. Silvergate told the Epoch Times last week after her uh, guilty plea. It's much more difficult to beat conspiracy case than substantive criminal case, and the reason that if the government can convince a jury that you were involved with these people in a conspiracy rather than uh, a, a lawful undertaking on anything any member of that conspiracy did, you're responsible for. If or when she is called to testify, the lawyers had questions about her intentions. Is she going to tell the truth, or is she going to say something to satisfy Fannie Willis? Mr. Silvergate asked. She can say which that she was lying previously, or that she's telling the truth. Which, of course, would not be the truth. He said. So there's a lot in this to unpack, guys. You know, here are some thoughts that that we had below. Uh, Army of Frogs, thank you very much. Here are some thoughts on the below truth. Post from D.J.T. D.J.T. wanted to make sure that people knew Powell was not representing Trump, but rather she was Flynn's attorney. Trump made it clear that he was not exonerated, only pardoned. If Sidney Powell is testifying, who, who, uh, who will she expose? If Trump does not seem concerned about sydney will she testify against Flynn and others? Remember, there are reports that Flynn is an unindicted co-conspirator along with Patrick Byrne. Has Flynn caused chaos and division in, on Trump supporters recently, guys? Is this a warning to say, Hey guys, I gave you a full pardon. Stop messing with my, uh, my people. Just, well, questions. it's definitely
1: getting ready. It, it's getting ready to the snowball is rolling now. You know, the snowball is rolling there in Fulton County and there is so much going on and there was so much that they did. And we also know that they brought Lynn Wood in for testimony and that they were all gathered there at Tamatley in South Carolina, as they were organizing this little operation that they're doing here. Effectively, what it looks like they were doing was trying to throw up a smoke screen so none of the real cases about election fraud would actually be heard and to wear the courts out to prevent them from having enough uh, patience to see more real evidence.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, and, it you know, is. we've got, you know, Patrick Byrne wanting to, he's coming out, right? Shady Groove?
1: Yeah, it's like, I think I think I know what you're talking about here. He's coming out against
0: uh, Sidney Powell. There's something really messed up going on out here, guys.
1: Hmm. Well, I wow. mean, but, but you read there in the Epoch Times where Sidney Powell was testifying against her co-conspirators, Patrick Byrne would be one of them. So distance from her would be his uh, main motivation. Yes.
0: Yeah. Let me just get this real quick. And
1: they'll start smearing her. They'll start smearing her soon.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let me see if I can get this one up. Continue without. Okay. Here we go. Uh, This is also behind a paywall here. Let me just get out of here. Uh, This is the Epoch Times exclusive Patrick Byrne on his December 2020 White House meeting with Trump. They snuck in, guys. This is December 15th, 2020. Patrick Byrne met with then-President Trump in the Oval Office to urge him to investigate allegations of the election fraud. Byrne, founder and former CEO of the online retailer Overstock, is set to testify before the January 6th House Select Committee. Um, you know, so, the, you know, the roughly 4.5-hour meeting was nothing like it had been reported, Byrne said in an interview. Facts matter. See, they use stuff on our things. So these people snuck in burn flynn and sydney snuck in they weren't invited guys you have to understand the optics that the, the psyop is throwing on you shady here's the article with no paywall guys
1: you want me to give a little synopsis real quick about what burn said from his own mouth that happened that night or we you want to move Please. on real quick oh. okay so what burns that what burns said that happened And this is from his own words. This is his own account of what he did. He had contact with Ziegler, Garrett Ziegler that, you know, from the laptop, the Marco Polo laptop, he had contact with Ziegler and somehow Ziegler owed him a tour of the white house. And so Patrick Byrne upon this day decided that he was going to call in that favor and he wanted to get his tour of the White House. Garrett Ziegler told him there's absolutely no way that we can do that because of all the craziness that's going on right after the election. The election had just happened. We're not really going to be able to do anything like that now. Everything is kind of in chaos here at the White House. Everybody trying to figure out what's going on. Patrick Byrne, whatever puppet string that he had on Garrett Ziegler, he pulled it therefore forcing him to allow him to come and do this tour of the white house and whenever he showed up to do the tour he had michael flynn and Sidney powell with him unbeknownst to Ziegler, and they were marching around the white house that night and they happened to see where the where donald trump was with his attorneys where they were uh, gaming their uh uh conference room or whatever it was and then uh patrick burns saw one of the lawyers and got contact with the lawyer, and that's how they got their end to be in front of President Trump, where the whole thing happened, where General Flynn talks about, where everybody talks about General Flynn was trying to get the president to sign the Insurrection Act. And the uh, number of other executive orders that General Flynn was advocating for that became mainstream media news to smear Donald Trump with.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, you have to look at what everybody's saying in order to try to find the truth. You know, the left has a a statement on it as well from the empty wheel. Donald Trump raises conflict concerns about his Mike Flynn pardon. Uh, The data mules uh, on Trump's latest tirade uh, seems to think uh, his claims that Sidney Powell was never his lawyer, are all an attempt to deny he ever took legal advice from Powell in a wake of a plea deal. So this is what the left is saying. But there's some truth into this as well. The substance of his tirade is far more interesting than that. Trump doesn't just claim that Sidney Powell was never his attorney, a claim with that conflicts with Trump made in real time. He said he would have been conflicted. Immediately after Trump claims Sidney Powell would have been conflicted, because of what? Trump doesn't stay, say, but the former president turns to the Thanksgiving pardon he gave to confessed agent of Turkey, Mike Flynn. Okay, Trump implies he gave Flynn a pardon because, quote, he was an innocent man, much like... An, many other innocent people who are being persecuted by this now fascist government of ours. But we've just reviewed, thanks to Flynn's stupid lawsuit against the DOJ, the pardon itself. It didn't make that claim. Only a white house press release about the pardon did. Plus the pardon couldn't have been raised on innocence or entirely anyway, because Flynn made false statements in the process of reigning his off his prior guilty plea to make false statements. It's quite literal possible for Flynn to have been innocent of making any unlawful false statements because the things he said in the process of reneging on his plea deal completely contradicted things that he said under oath earlier. The Flynn pardon was easily the most expansive of any pardons that Trump gave, perhaps to save clemency for Roger Stone found in Trump's desk drawer, which could pardon Stone for murdering someone on Fifth Avenue, for all we know. know. Again, this is the view from the left. It's hard to be written that broadly to prevent Judge Sullivan from referring Flynn to perjury before his court. The pardon covered not just lies about Flynn told the FBI on January 24, 2017. It also covered claims that Flynn made before the EDVA grand jury in a plea for a colloqu- a colloquies uh, before Sullivan. So here we are, just days after the DOJ submitted a response to Trump's claim of absolute immunity that argued, among other things, that a presidential pardon given as part of quid pro quo would be unlawful. That's what they're saying. This is the kind of trouble that Flynn has gotten your president into, guys. You know, did he plead guilty the first time and then plead not guilty to keep the case going? So the Russia, the Russia, Russia narrative was still out front, shady groove? I don't know. It's a great question.
1: Yeah. One, another one of those, one, another one that people should be asking more of, you know, these, these, these questions are very hard hitting questions because they are directly related to things that we now know are going on that we didn't know were going on a couple of years ago. We didn't see all of this stuff a couple of years ago until a lot of this testimony started to come out about the January 6th stuff. For instance. We didn't understand the schematics of what was really going on that day. It looked like some sort of just melee ensued. We weren't sure, but now we are sure of the cooperation with the FBI, the confidential human sources, Oath Keepers, and the Proud Boys that day.
0: So if you look at the timeline, it's very interesting. On November 15th, Trump publicly said Powell was going to be added to the team, if you recall that tweet. There's an actual tweet that says that, but it didn't Mm -hmm. happen. Okay, got to remember, it did not happen. Then on November uh, 16th, nine minutes after Trump demanded lawsuits to include attacks on Dominion, Powell orders all forthcoming lawsuits to uh, include it at Musco and all suits GA, PA immediately, Georgia and Pennsylvania immediately, with a fraud claim that requires the entire elections to be set aside. On November 19th, so look at this, this is all within days, guys, Powell appears uh, at the Rudy. Giuliani uh, press conference looking far less embarrassing than the president's lawyer which didn't stop Maggie Haberman from claiming that Powell's appearance was the reason Trump was cutting Powell from his legal team November 22nd Jenna Ellis and Rudy make a big show of cutting ties with Powell on November 25th having ordered all the lawsuits to include Dominion attack Trump ordered Sidney Powell then files the first lawsuit, including such an attack on the very same day. Trump pardons her client and then starts disseminating her, B, uh, her attacks on Dominion. So very interesting that that pardon happened all at this same time. Guys, was this an op?
1: Again, a great question.
0: So there you have it. I just wanted to cover a little bit of that. So we're not so sure. Maybe it's a reminder to, you know, stay healthy, keep your reputation healthy, because right now, you know, you going out there and, and hurting people that support Donald J. Trump is not a good look, Shady, either way. No,
1: no, it's not a good look. And it makes absolutely no sense to be doing something like that, unless that you have something else that someone is asking about that you're not very interested in anyone finding out the answers to that would be a reason.
0: Sink seven sixty says, "Ask Flynn about the deal he did with Turkey about delaying the U.S. military response to ISIS." Let's ask. I mean, these are all questions that are fair. Here's General Flynn disavowing Q. Check this out.
8: You know this whole QAnon thing, right? I mean, then I've been part of uh, campaigns, and uh, and we use we use uh, we use deception, we use you know outright lies, we use misinformation, we use disinformation, meaning the intentional use of information to to sway uh,
0: your audience. And thank yeah, you, you- <laughs> to, for Realize. He's got a Q plaque right in the back of him saying that he's disavowing Q. Did he infiltrate our movement? So this is from Realize1776, Real, R-E-A-L-E-Y-E-S, 1776 on Twitter. Says, good morning to everyone except foot-flopper General Flynn, who tells so many lies he can't keep his story straight. Embarrassing. And, you know, even, you know, and then so run the race, even Shady Groove r- replies to this. I mean, you know, here he is. Look at, does he know that there's there's General Flynn? Do they, are they, what are they doing? Are they usurping our movement? Are they inviting this wonderful lady that we love, Veronica, to usurp your movement?
1: More great questions. Just questions, guys. Starting. Starting to see a pattern, starting to see a way that this is all played out. Very interesting. Uh, one thing that I found interesting in that post was where Donald Trump says that General Flynn is an innocent man. That would indicate that he was innocent to begin with, wouldn't it? The charges were all bunk.
0: Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. For FISA, 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 Russia, Russia, Russia.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, wouldn't all fake charges.
0: Wouldn't it be great to have the former president say that, yeah, North Korea and General Flynn are the two most dangerous things to America?
1: <laughs> and you believe it? Wouldn't it be crazy if those two things were actually very connected?
0: Just questions. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So there you have it on that. Uh, very interesting uh, uh, truth. Uh, and, and why am I fighting about, like, you know, General Flynn on Twitter? Who who? Do, he? he why do I need to fight for General Flynn on Twitter? He can—he's a
1: big boy. He can fight for himself. I keep hearing that too. It's like you're know, like we're so, because because we're sitting here because we're wanting to fight for Trump, we have to fight for General Flynn too because we want to fight no. for Trump. We have to fight. For, that's what they're telling me. I know it's the weirdest thing. And then the guy calls us, oh, you know, nice
0: bad, bad, things, shitty. Oh, and Moody Matty says. To- that joe flynn wants to come on our show wouldn't that be fun to watch a, a <laughs> irish mafian yell at us at shady Groove, and lie that'd be fun to have on the show wouldn't it
1: yeah yeah he he, he, he uh he pretends like he wants to come on this show mm-hmm. he knows that we're not gonna he have does. him on so he can pretend. yeah and then have people like say we want you on the show and you can have brian gamble <laughs> no. on too.
0: I don't no. want him. I
1: don't, <laughs> I don't like him. Either. He's already <laughs> lied to me one time.
0: Oh, my God. He's lied to us many more than one times. I mean, nothing. Well
1: we give that. all this money.
0: We've given all this money to these people, and not one thing has gotten done.
1: What uh, Their track record is zero. Well, Jeff, you're talking about infiltrating the Q movement. You wouldn't mean like somebody like, uh, maybe say Patrick Burns, ex right-hand man, security guy coming out and doing a thing called the red pill road show and inviting all the Q people down. So he can get all their names and phone numbers and then find out Intel on everybody and exactly what it is that they're talking about. Now, you wouldn't be talking about something like that. I'm sure
0: no, 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 right.
1: They're not going to infiltrate In general, like him- that.
0: General Hill Farm says Flynn uh, said Dave from X-22 was such a uh, big boy. was a big boy, too. Uh, He was an ass to X-22. He was because he destroyed X-22's narrative that he's been running on you. Sorry.
1: But, but isn't it all interesting because the, think, about the, think about the conflation here. The X-22 narrative is he, the devolution idea. The idea of devolution is what they've been running. The idea of the Insurrection Act was signed. Well, we can go back and we can show you a video of General Flynn inserting that operation through General McInerney and a, quite a number of other people that were coming out and telling you that that is what happened. And saying that basically acting like they were cooperating with this big thing that was going on on the sidelines that brought all the Q people in to make them think that it was legitimate and only just to turn around and tell you two years later that there's absolutely nothing going on whatsoever. After Biden was inaugurated, General Flynn coming out and saying he's 110% sure Donald Trump's going to be back in there. You know, the optics of yep. this are all over the place. The only answer to this is hashtag psyoper.
0: Yes, uh, some Anons aren't authentic. They are injected. You know, uh-huh. where did some of these people come from, right? Um, I want to show you guys Trump's real general, okay? Uh, this, this is, is very important. He's on life. Yeah, General Kellogg. This is the real general. Uh, you know, I'm fighting for somebody that lasted only 23, 24 days in the Trump administration. Let's Let's talk about the guy that actually helped us Guys, with Donald J. Trump, here is General Keith Kellogg.
9: Welcome back, America. Listen
0: to what Levin says about Kellogg. Listen closely, folks.
9: We have a dear friend of mine, General Keith Kellogg, former National Security Advisor to the President and the Vice President. General Kellogg, uh, when you left office with the other folks in the Trump administration, you had peace deals with almost a half a dozen Arab countries. You had a peace deal that was really on the brink with Saudi Arabia. Iran didn't dare to attack us. In fact, Iran was on its back, economically collapsing. The people were rising up to overthrow that regime, which they hate. Hamas was in a box. Hezbollah was in a box. In other words, there really was peace in the Middle East. You cut off funds to the Iranians, you cut off funds to the Palestinians, uh, and enough was enough. Why would somebody come into office like Joe Biden and blow up the entire diplomatic, military positions that you guys took and created? Really, which was amazing. It seems like forever ago, peace breaking out in the Middle East, and now look what we have. Why would somebody come in and blow all that up?
3: Yeah, Mark. First of all, thanks for having me. Look, they were just foolish, and and they went back to what they believed was the right course of action, which was wrong in the Middle East, and and we proved that. And when President Trump came in and he worked very well, Jared Kushner did a great job, we realized that the most important thing we could do was economics. And it was an economics-based plan, which eventually became the Abraham Accords of to bring peace into the Middle East. But it was also with strength. And we knew that we had to be very very resolute, using military force whenever necessary. And when we went in there, we said, okay, there's a lot of things the president did for the Middle East. And he went counterculture to all the current thinking. For example, when we moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, you know, that had been over 39 different waivers from Obama and, and back, back to President Bush as well. We said, no, we can't move that in, uh, embassy. Well, yes, we can, because we actually had a law that was passed, the Jerusalem Act, to move that embassy, which we did. People said it'd be another intifada, didn't happen. Then when we had the Taylor Force Act passed, which said, if you pay for slayers that the Palestinians were doing, you weren't gonna get any money. So we took all the money away from Palestinian Authority. We said, you're not gonna get any money over $200 million and said, look, you're gonna have to come into the fold if you, back into the peace fold if you wanna do it. And then we set up the Abraham Accords. And then we actually on the side, we told Iran, as we did with Soleimani, if you cause any problems with Hezbollah to the North, we're gonna come after you because we know that you're actually got your hands on both Hamas and Hezbollah. So we actually had a plan out there. It was a very comprehensive plan to have peace in the Middle East, but it was an economics-based plan. And when we brought in the, in the Abraham's Accords, we actually signed those Accords in Washington, DC. I remember I sat at lunch, Mark, with, with Tony Blair, former prime minister of the UK, sat right next to him and he said to me, you guys got this one right. We had it all wrong. Remember Senator Kerry, who became Secretary of State Kerry, said, unless you bring the Palestinians in, there'll be no peace in the Middle East. Wrong. We had it right. And I don't know why they went back, why the Biden administration went back, tried to normalize relations with uh, with Iran, which they've done. They've given money to the Palestinian authorities, which caused this whole problem. It's kind of freed it up. And now they have to accept this this problem that they've got on the ground. They caused it. It wasn't caused by us. It wasn't caused by the Trump administration. It was caused by them relaxing the policies, going back to the old way of doing business, which was continued warfare in the Middle East, continued warfare against Hamas and Hezbollah, and it puts Israel in a terrible bind. And then then to compound it, we actually have war reserve stocks called WRSA, war reserve stock ammunition inside Israel, over a billion dollars worth of kit to include a 500-man hospital. What do we do? We take 300,000 rounds of 155 ammunition that's sitting in that worthy of stock. Where do we send it? We send it to Ukraine. So we, we're depleting the stocks that we have in Israel. We're sending it out. Now Israel is, is going to have to fight, potentially, a two-front war. I think they're well-equipped to fight it. I think they've trained well right now. They're training. Uh, Their forces at a place called Zelim, which is a desert training facility, an urban training facility in, in the southern desert. They're going to be prepared to go in, they're going to be prepared to fight Hamas, and we need to take, we, the United States, need to remind Hezbollah and Iran that if you come in in the north, we're going to be there and we're going to fight back and we're going to help out the Israelis.
9: Well, two things when we come back, General. Number one, the Israelis are quite capable of doing this unless we tie their hands Mm -hmm. behind their backs. They can't feed the population, medicate the population, and make sure if they go door-to-door combat that whatever they do they don't kill a civilian or they don't take out a building they're not supposed to take out that's a pretty damn high bar no army can meet that bar and then number two we have those big guns sitting in the mediterranean there is a threat as you say but would joe biden actually use them if there's a question in the minds of the iranian nazis that run that country that's bad enough If Trump had those gunships out there, there'd be no question in their mind. So I want to pursue this with you in a minute. So I can't find the other half
0: of this because it's hidden. But, you know, General Kellogg makes the rightful point that Biden is in charge of those guns, guys. And, you know, obviously, Biden's Middle East policy is messed up, folks. So, um, that was very interesting. Uh, general Keith Kellogg, get his book, War by Other Means. Chapter, what is it? What chapter is it? Chapter 8 is out like Flynn. Uh, Donald Trump calls this uh, the uh, the most uh, accurate depiction of what really went on in the Trump campaign, and it doesn't look good for the quote-unquote people's general. shady group.
1: Man, I think that uh, there's a couple of very interesting tidbits there that uh, Mr. Kellogg shared with us. Uh, One of the things that he shared with us right there at the end, talking about the war reserve stock being sent from uh, Israel to Ukraine, how convenient that that occurred right now. How convenient that that occurred in the six months or however long leading up to what's currently going on in Israel? In the meantime, they're trying to make you think that Israel was somehow attacked. Everybody, let me tell you, this is now that I've had a chance to dig deeper in on what just what just happened over there. The, the wall had 15 different places of breach that occurred on that day. Whenever the the Palestinians uh, flooded into Gaza, there, couple things that are grab your attention real quick. Number one, how in the world on the most the most policed border in the world does that occur? What was the setup for that? Going back into September the guards in that particular area there against the wall had their uh, firearms removed and they were being told that there was different things going on on the ground they weren't being protected that was the literal exact area where the breach occurred 15 different areas had holes blown into the wall where they flooded in and marauded in israel for 7 hours everybody and they were able to take hostages let me think, let me let me explain this they came through the wall okay got into Israel, killed over a thousand people, abducted about 250 to 300 people that we know about, and were able to, within seven hours, drag them back through the wall where they had breached the wall into Gaza and Palestine. Now think about that for a second. That means that for seven hours, there was no Israeli troops on that wall. There was no border patrol. There was no policing there. There was no IDF there to guard from them, bringing The people back through the gate into Palestine. This is a massive setup for a global war. And you have to understand what is really going on to get it and recognize that all of it doesn't matter if it's Iran, doesn't matter if it's Ukraine, they are all part of the globalist agenda to create and kick off world war three to absolutely destroy the world economy so that the elite will have all of the cake for themselves.
0: And, you know, somebody says Zionism isn't being destroyed. No, it's not. Joe Biden, Trump is running for 2024, folks.
1: Joe Biden has just asked for $14 billion so that he can bring people to the border. $14 billion. He wants $14 billion so he can go into South America and Central America and bus People to the border. Do you know how many people you could bust to the border with $14 billion from a country like Guatemala or uh, uh, Panama or Costa Rica or any of these uh, Central American countries? you know how many people are ready to just come if all they have to do is have the opportunity? And do you know how many people from Syria and Lebanon and Palestine are already in Central America? This is all being set up. There's a game being run on you. you got to wake up and start screaming it from the rooftops. Where it's going to be World War Three in 321.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's pretty crazy. I have a I think I saw a post on that Shady Group. Let me uh, yeah, so this is uh um okay, so this is from October twentieth. Uh, from Stephen miller as predicted the border funds in biden's ukraine bill are not for security i.e deportation but to increase and accelerate the mass release resettlement and transportation for the world's developing countries into all 50 american states breaking biden is uh released his so-called border security funding request it includes 850 million for expansion of the migrant pathways and refugee settlements to the u.s from the western hemisphere no end um here it is here support for eligible arrivals including services to successfully resettle in the united states and become self-sufficient i don't know where you saw that 400 uh the 18 billion or whatever number but it's interesting to say the least
1: it's a uh, it was a breitbart article it is actually let me see let me bring it over real quick and i will show, show you guys right here yes, Breitbart yes. article Joe Biden demands billions to bus more migrants into U.S. communities. President Joe Biden deputies asking Congress for $14 billion extra to help bus illegal migrants up to the U.S. border and onward into hotels in many cities and towns around the nation. There you have it. Wow. Wow, shady. unbelievable!
0: It is unbelievable. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, this is why it is imperative... MG show over the target is always real. Iron Eagle, thank you very much. $17 rumble rant. We we really appreciate and really need those right now. Thank you so much because of the stance that we're taking for truth. The truth does not pay well, but uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, what we're looking at here, Shady, is is something very unbelievable. They're resettling the United States for people that love communism and that that love Sharia law, Shady Groove. You know, Biden funded... Hamas and Palestine. What don't people
1: understand? A big, a big part of it. I mean, it it seems like people are not making these connections. They are not understanding. They're not even recognizing it now that you have. I mean, it's one thing if you want to be a representative and you want to stand up for the Palestinian people, but the rep, we have, we have representatives right now that are literally standing up for Hamas. And we know who Hamas is. Hugh told you very specifically. Who funds Iran? You told you very specifically how the money works and how the money moves? Why did the planes land with the billions in cash there? Who was Valerie Jarrett? Who was Loretta Lynch? Who's Peter Strzok? Who is Huma Abedin? What does the Harvard University Muslim Association alumni mean? They're supporting Hamas on the surface and making you and 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 making it making people think that they're supporting Palestinians. They're not. They're actually supporting the militant regime in Palestine.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we actually have, uh, what's her name, Shady Groove, Um, Hillary Clinton admitting that they were going to interfere with the vote in Palestine, Shady. Check it out. (laughs)
1: For an election, then we should have made sure that we put something to determine who was going
0: to win. I
1: do not. Pretty black and white there. Wow. No?
0: Wow. So if you guys are hanging out on Cy Lane, you guys better check yourselves because uh, it's coming in hard. It's coming in fast, Shady Grove. I do not want to live there. I'm done with it. Become unpsychopable right here on the MG show, shady Groove. Yep.
1: Yeah, you have to come unpsychopable. And, uh, you know, Jeff made a, a point there a second ago that, uh, you know, that the truth doesn't pay well, and that is that that's accurate. The truth doesn't pay well, but you know, what is good the sleep at night, being able to sleep at mm-hmm. night. And then no matter yeah. of fact, it's, uh, it's disheartening to think about all the nights that I slept. Thinking that general Flynn was some sort of hero to be elevated and uh, presenting him that way. And that, that Otis is on me and I, I, I'm disgusted with myself because I didn't look closer. And like I said, that's on me. And now we can clearly see people want to make this about some sort of operation or something. No, that book that Jeff just talked about war by other means by Keith Kellogg took off my rose colored glasses in regards to general Flynn. And that's just the simple truth. And then whenever I did that, I started looking into Roger Stone and I didn't realize that Joe Flynn had a picture of Roger Stone on his wall. I didn't realize the cooperation in the background that was going on between the two camps. Now I do, and now I sleep good.
0: So, uh, let me just, uh, go through this briefly before the break. Guess who was dragged into the Flynn BS defamation case. You guessed it, shady me. I had to hire an attorney in order to protect myself. Stephen Biss's Flynn's attorney sealed my deposition, so this is them. Uh, we um, I tried to get it out of uh, this area. Um, John, Jack, Leslie Flynn, Cable News Network. Uh, you know, this is it right here. Um, they wanted me to come in and you know talk. Uh, you know, do a de- uh, deposition. Uh, Catherine Bolger, uh, the uh, the lawyer, as well. Um, you know, this is her. She's Catherine Bolger. Uh, I actually got to meet her and, and she deposed me. Uh, she also obtained a dismissal of a libel claim brought against BuzzFeed and editor in chief Ben Smith by Russian tech entrepreneur and web hosting companies uh, named to what is now known as the Steel dossier. She defended that. So here I am sitting across from her, right? Okay, the Steele dossier lawyer. Oh my God. The judge was Judge Reinhardt. Bruce Reinhardt was the magistrate judge who approved Mar a Lago, guys. Okay, so, you know, here I am. Oh, my God, what the heck do I got to do? This is Stephen Biss. You guys might want to look at who this lawyer is, Stephen Biss, and uh, apparently he just had a uh, dehabilitating stroke. Um, But, you know, he's lawyers to Robert Steele, um, Thomas Schroeder, um, Stephen Biss, Fango, Fango, right? Um, Jordan Sather, uh, Roger Stone. um, Let's see. Justin McCart- McCartney. Um, just looking at some of the other ones here, Shady Grove. But, you know, very interesting who he's been representing. It's like a CIA judge. And this is why someone wanted to pay for my hotel. Is it, you know, so they wanted to pay for my hotel and flight to January 6th. Now, if you look at the case, it says this. This is the Flynn case. Okay. This is, they're using this. The Flynns allege that on January 6th, adherents of QAnon were among the most prominent members of the mob that stormed the United States Capitol in Washington, D.C., where we have proof that it's more like Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, who they were with. Okay, guys. With the earpiece saying that I'm. The
1: Operation Command. Okay.
0: Right. So Flynn's attorney was Stephen Biss. Biss made my deposition private, so I can't even talk about what was said in my deposition. But there's also a narrative saying that this isn't General Flynn. This is only General Flynn's brother-in-law. However, I just took a a little bit of the letter uh, from the attorney for CNN saying, first, there are three plaintiffs, Jack and Leslie Flynn in New York, Lori Flynn and Valerie Flynn in Florida, and Lori Flynn is wife of General Flynn, Valerie Flynn is wife of Joseph Flynn, all six of those. Are in the July 4th video uh, that was excerpted in the uh, CNN report. Uh, So, this is, you know, obviously uh, the video Mikey Mariano uh, sent it. He goes, This video, and this is it, guys.
9: solemnly swear you solemnly, solemnly swear, swear that i will support
10: and defend that that i will, will support, support and defend
9: the constitution of the united states the constitution of the united states, states, states.
8: against all enemies foreign against and domestic against, against all enemies, enemies foreign and
0: i can't take any more we'll be right back our number two coming up and then john harold had to jump in we'll talk about that Hour number two Cheney, take it away. Stay
1: tuned for our number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Can you hear me? Can you hear
7: me
2: The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best brighteonstore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity
3: use promo code MGShow at checkout for additional
5: savings
11: wow it's so soft and smooth
4: it's cool to the touch how did you do that
5: well we took my pillows patented bill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when i invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history my pillow 2.0 Regular $259.92, now only
4: $99.98.
5: King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order
4: now. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver.
10: to happen to you and how long is it going to take all of you to understand that if we all stood up together and said no uh-uh get back in your cage you can't fool us any longer we know what the mall is we know who you are we know what you're trying to do we know that you are in subversion executing treason and it's over And ladies and gentlemen, what would it take to make you understand that if we all did that in concert, it would really be over and no one would be injured, not even with a tiny scratch because they're cowards. They wouldn't even think of attempting to overcome a whole people who stood together. But you see, I know that won't happen. I know human nature, and I have studied history well. Most people are cowards, have always been cowards, will always be cowards, and they will hide and whipper and wail and gnash their teeth and cry, waiting for those of us who are not cowards to do something on their behalf. And we will, as we have always done throughout the history of the world, we will. But let me ask you this. In light of that, why will we? Why have we? And what are you going to do to us when it's all over? Because that always happens too. You see, the vast herd of cowards become shamed and we become the symbol of their disgrace. And then they must get rid of us. tell you why we do it because we have a spiritual motivation that most of you cannot and will not ever understand we do it out of love we do it for our children and your children and all of the future generations of the world which we refer to as our posterity and we really don't give a damn what happens to us. I know that someday I will stand before God and God will judge me. And all that I hope for in this entire world is that when it happens you will not have to say anything bad or good just smile and if that happens I will be enthralled throughout eternity. I will have such joy within my soul that you cannot even imagine. Just a little smile, that's all I want. I would like to be able to look down and see that my children are living free without fear, with opportunity to create, to make of their lives what they will. Ladies and gentlemen, all I want, or all I have ever wanted you to be, is honest, committed, caring, loving, and understanding that there are those in this world who cannot love themselves much less love you and therefore will try to hurt you and me and our children and our world and those people we must oppose and fight, you cannot have peace, love, and understanding with those kinds of people, because to do it would mean your destruction.
0: The infamous bill Cooper, shady groove.
1: Words of that man echoed tremendously today. Don't they can't you just recognize what he was trying to say so long ago? I mean, that was probably yeah. well over 25 years ago that those comments were recorded and today look at society. Look at you, look at all the Patriots out there. Look at each and every one of you that have the desire to fight for the truth. Why is that? Why is that? What is it that is inside you that wants to know the truth and all the people around you don't, you should take note of that and realize that there's a reason, a very specific reason that God gave you that specific curiosity and using it is showing you what the reason is exactly here right now in modern time.
0: Yeah. Um, Shady, I noticed in that, that in that um you know clip from Bill Cooper it says you know they have to find a symbol of disgrace and they must get rid of us mm-hmm. the symbol of disgrace today is Q okay and they must get rid of us they don't like us shady they want to take us off twitter they want to take us off rumble youtube paypal patreon all of it and they've been successful in some but they are after you and if you look at who is going after Q today I don't know how much more clear it could be shady Groove. I don't think it could be any clearer
1: because, you know, a number of people even, uh, recently coming out and talking about Q being mostly disinformation. Much of it was disinformation. That's complete hogwash. The, the majority, the absolute crazy majority of everything that Q posted was factually verifiable, which we were able to do not only that. But it also links the globalist underbelly of the world that we currently live in and how they're all connected in the background while they go out in front of you and pretend like they're Republicans and Democrats and pretend like that they are pro-America and pretend like that they're pro-Donald Trump. In all reality, their actions and deeds show a much different story.
0: If you're pro-Trump, wouldn't you say donate to DonaldJTrump.com or text uh, Trump to 88022? Or would you send them to your
1: pack? No, I would send them to where Donald Trump sends them to, to the text message chain or to Trump's campaign. And for
0: people, you know, just understanding, you know, uh, this stuff, I want to show you what uh, Pastel Patriot came out and said about me. He said this, he goes, just add a little more detail here. And I can't view because they attack when I view, but this is him, you know, talking about my CNN case. Just to add a little more detail here. He was originally subpoenaed on four six, twenty, twenty three. Jeff actually sued CNN trying to quash the subpoena. Um wasn't really suing, but it's a case, but whatever. Well, you know, that's neither here nor there. In that motion to quash, he admits he isn't a a and expert, which I found funny. Did you? Uh, in the end, he reached an underst- in in the end, he reached an understanding with CNN, dropped his lawsuit and agreed to the deposition. Uh, shortly after he started turning on Flynn wonder what understanding he came with at CNN we came with the understanding I tried to move the, the 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 subpoena Shady Groove um you know these are the the documents that are online you can see it right here they wanted me to testify at uh you know first somewhere else and then we moved it uh they wanted you know it's just so stupid what these people are trying to do Shady Groove um they're trying to engineer me. another narrative Yeah. Another narrative, right? I mean, Mr. Peterson could not qualify as a QAnon expert because you know what? They're trying to get me to talk about QAnon. You pay me as an expert. That's what you do, guys. Um, So this is my actual response to him. Well, Devolution psyop idiot. There is no QAnon. Also, it's not suing. It's a it's a motion to quash. Many should unfollow you follow you as your narrative is ridiculous. There is here is Q explaining and also explaining what you are, not authentic. There is Q. One. There are Anons. Two. There is no QAnon. Three. Media labeling QAnon is a method deliberate to combine, attach Q to comments, theories, suggestions, statements, and actions made by two anons what happens when you cannot attack the information primary source one do you attack and typecast through the use of others not all anons are authentic injected right pastel
1: john harold need, need, needing needing to uh, yeah needing to come out and uh, uh trying to assert another narrative there was uh the uh, post from ssgq over the weekend acting like uh something trying to say that you lied in your deposition Oh, whatever, you know, like trying to, trying to generate narratives around this so that they can obfuscate the truth of the matter, which is that general Flynn and family are suing CNN for $75 million, claiming that CNN defamed them by associating them with the QAnon and explaining to CNN that the, it was not them. It was the QAnon crowd that rioted on January 6th. That's, That's the right. issue at, at play here.
0: That's right. So this is from Run the Race, the lawsuit introduction. This action involves knowingly false and dangerous attribution in order to impugn the reputation of the Flynn CNN falsely linked them to violent domestic extremist group QAnon, whose adherents were right. This is, you know, this is the I mean, read the case, guys. They're saying that that QAnon, they don't support QAnon. They don't like QAnon. They're suing for $75 million against, quote-unquote, QAnon. We call it Q. We don't know what QAnon is. But among the most prominent members of the mob who stormed the United States Capitol within a month of storming the Capitol during the time CNN was heavily promoting various narratives about dangerous and insurrectionist. Then you have Brian Gamble filming Tim I-70Q. They said terrorist group QAnon. CNN published an edited video, clearly the Flins, CNN, CNN, um, uh, emblazoned the clip with a cry on that falsely accused the Flyn's of being QAnon followers, not content with uh, cable television, uh, the the Fourth of July barbecue. General Flynn posted a video on his Twitter account. The video was taken during uh, the Fourth of July barbecue on the Flyns in his home in Newport County, Rhode Island. In the video, each member of the Flynn's family, plaintiff's action, I mean, they they did it. They even stated where we go when we go all. They asked you know they asked me questions about all that. I cannot talk about it. I cannot talk about my deposition because Flynn's attorney, Stephen Biss made it, he sealed it. He sealed my testimony, my, my, my deposition. He sealed it. Why? I didn't lie.
1: Makes no sense. No. Well, I I think I know why I think, I think that he sealed it because you went in there and you explained specifically to them what Q was and how it wasn't associated with the narrative that they're trying to set up effectively undermining Flynn's case.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. That's what I think. So, so, you know, whatever, guys. You know, read the case. He said that QAnon people, which he's talking about me, he's talking about you, are the ones that insurrected January 6th. We have questions about his involvement and Roger Stone's involvement. We have questions. How did he plead when he was interviewed? What did he do, Shady Groove, when he was interviewed? What did he do? He pled the fifth. You know, I was going to plead the fifth too, but my lawyer's are like, "Oh no, that's an admission of guilt."
1: Yeah, which kind of it isn't, but I understand well,
0: their point. I mean, it's it's an admission of guilt. Why would he? Why would he plead the fifth? Knowing what we know now, right? I have questions.
1: I mean, I understand why he did it. Absolutely, that's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah.
6: So, General Flynn has uh, appeared before this committee. uh, And when he appeared before our committee, he took the fifth. Let's briefly view a clip of General Mike Flynn taking the Fifth Amendment. Uh, General Flynn, do you believe the violence on January 6th was justified?
9: Yes.
10: Fire
8: right, we're back. could you repeat the question, please?
6: Yes. General Flynn, do you believe the violence on January 6th was justified?
8: Is that? Can I get a clarification? Is that a moral question or are you asking a legal
6: question? I'm asking both.
8: I said, I, I said,
6: do you believe the violence on January 6 was justified morally? Take the step. You believe the violence on January 6 was justified legally? General Flynn, do you believe in the peaceful transition of power in the United States of America? Let's
0: go. So
1: there you have it. I don't know. I have questions though. Well, it's just interesting because the questions that Ms. Cheney levied towards him were a distraction set of questions. I have a whole different set of questions for him. Yeah. (laughs) so do i uh
0: but we can have joe flynn and i'm sure he'd you know tell us the truth yeah
1: no i'm good i'm I'm good we'll just let him we'll just let him lie on twitter
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so what else is going on in this world shady groove i mean my gosh you know just the stupidity of these narratives against me why do they care so much i mean why why do they care what you and i say shady groove why
1: I'm really not so sure. I'm kind of glad that they do, but I'm really not so sure why, why they care so much, it must mean that there is a, uh, particular group of people out there that are too smart to be psyoped and a lot of them find their way over here.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Wow. Because wow. there's a, right, def- so there, there's, there's a definite definitive differentiation in this movement between the people who actually paid attention to Q and the Johnny come Latelys that are throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall to see what will stick.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. If true social wasn't so powerful, how did Ron DeSantis lost the internet? <laughs> uh, Ron DeSantis is now in single digits. Eight, I believe is his latest. Um, this is a post uh, Donald Trump just put up oh, an hour ago, Uh 50 cent Biden hits the beach with middle East Congress and chaos liked by, 71,648 others 50 cent. Hey, Joe, get the F up. We're in trouble, man. (laughs) (laughs) Please.
1: I don't know if he can help. It seems like every time he gets up, he does something worse.
0: Oh my God. Wake up. Uh, then we had uh, this Mitt, the loser Romney, uh, I had a wonderful evening with President Trump. We had another discussion about affairs throughout the world, and these discussions I've had with him have been enlightening and interesting and engaging. I've enjoyed them very, very much. I also was very impressed by the remarks he made on his victory night. By the way, it's not easy to win. I know that myself. He did something I tried to do and was unsuccessful in accomplishment. in in accomplishing. He won the general election and he continues with the message of inclusion and bringing people together. And his vision is something which obviously connected with American people in a powerful way. In the last few weeks, he's been carrying out a transition effort. And I have to tell you, I've been impressed by what I've seen in the transition effort. All of those things combined give me an increasing hope that President Trump is the very man who can lead us back to that future. So Donald J. Trump is uh quoting mitt the loser romney <laughs> yeah, <laughs> using, delectable. using their own words using their own words shady groove.
1: i love it i love whenever he does that he did the same thing to nikki haley and a number of other people and he could do it to chris christie if he was worth the effort
9: like all time yeah yeah <delectable. laughs> oui, oui. President-elect Trump, uh, we have another discussion about uh, affairs throughout the world,
10: and uh, these discussions I've had with him have been uh, enlightening, and
1: interesting, and, uh, and engaging. I've enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, I, uh, I was also very impressed by the remarks he made on his victory night. Uh, by the
9: way, it's not easy winning. I know that myself. Uh, he did something I tried to do and was unsuccessful in accomplishing. He won the general election. Uh, and, uh,
3: and he continues with a, a message of inclusion and bringing people together, uh, and his vision is something which obviously connected with the American people in a very powerful way.
1: The, uh, the last few weeks, he's been carrying out a transition effort, and I have to tell you I've been impressed by what I've seen in these transition efforts. The, uh, all of those things combined uh, give me uh, increasing hope that uh, President-elect Trump is the very
3: man who can lead us to that, that better future.
7: Thank you. you
6: an apology
9: for the campaign and the Governor, who paid
1: for dinner? <laughs> There's gonna be a similar capitulation a little over a year from now. Uh, uh uh Mitt Romney or Mitt Romney came out to tell you that Trump won. And no matter what, no matter all the stuff that they tried to do to stop him, he beat us and I'm endorsing him. Yeah. Well, you know, that's going to play out for a number of people again, a year from now.
0: (laughs) Mitt Romney, a total loser that only a mother could love. Just wrote a book, which is much (laughs) like him, boring, horrible, and totally predictable. I am very proud to be in, be the one who forced his left leaning rhino out of politics. He wanted to run so badly, but knew he couldn't win in the great state of Utah without my endorsement and support. So he quit. His crummy book says nothing good about nobody other than Rhino Paul Rhino, who made, maybe worse and even dumber than Mitt himself. Does he mention his late-night dinner with me at Trump International Hotel when he begged me to be Secretary of State, and then giving glowing comments about DJT at a follow-up news conference? I didn't give him the job, nor did I ever intend to. I just wanted to prove a point that Mitt Romney is and always has been a lightweight joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rhino Paul Rhino. That's another, that's a new one. That's, that's epic. Rhino Paul Rhino. We all know exactly who he's talking about.
0: Ryan. Ryan. Rhino Ryan. Rhino Paul oh, Ryan. No, no, no. Absolutely. And then uh, four.
1: Incoming. Wait for it. Oh. Oh.
7: Hey. hey. Oh, hey. hey.
0: <laughs> troller in chief right there shady Groove.
1: that's way better than a hole in one
0: yeah trump was right about everything said to uh, too many people to name said by too many people to name trump was right about everything everything biden does is wrong worst instincts ever or is he doing right by the people that want to do america harm
1: exactly that's- over the target comment That is what Biden is doing, and that is what people are finally waking up to see. It's not stupidity. There's no such thing as stupidity in politics. It's a planned stupidity. Yeah.
0: The, fa- the failing New York Times story leaked by deranged Jack Smith and Biden, political opponent abuser DOJ, about a red-haired weirdo from Australia named Anthony Pratt is fake news. I never spoke to him about submarines, but I did speak to him about creating jobs in Ohio and Pennsylvania because that's what I'm all about. Jobs, a great economy, low taxes, no inflation, energy dominance, strong borders, no endless wars, low interest rates, and much more. Maggie Hagerman... And the misfits never called me for a comment. Why would they? They just write anything they want, whether it's correct or not, is of zero importance to them. Quote, all the news that's unfit to print. That's why we call it the fake news. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why he keeps calling it fake news you got mad out over there like literally flipping out acting like that he's going to be arresting all of them and prosecuting them if he gets to be president again so there's a little bit of guilty conscience that's playing out among the democrats on in the media you know i mean it's like would you would, if you were a cia plant in the media would you be nervous about donald trump getting reelected? answer yes you would be <laughs> nervous <laughs>
0: now shady you posted uh this uh, understand the conversation before getting into it it's the the conflict driving you to demand war uh is much more simple than it is complicated when you slow down and take a closer look shady do you want to set this clip up
1: yeah i think that this was a very good clip that uh that she was articulating to joe rogan i just the the you know the, here you guys understand how contaminated this conversation is but you also understand what the truth about the history of the region in israel and palestine are and i uh, felt like that she did a really good job summarizing the uh, some of the narratives that are out there that are, that are that are going that are going against the truth so that they can insert a narrative and justify war with these people you know like we have to real you have to slow down and recognize that you know the palestine doesn't even have a tank okay they have pickup trucks that's that's what we're talking about we're sending battleships and stuff over there you know so it's a little bit of a irony what's actually happening
12: all right here's the clip until i went to palestine and saw how crazy it was but what man. is it
1: like tell me give me your thoughts and your so experience.
12: everyone mistakenly thinks that hamas like controls palestine that's not true at all there's there's three different areas that were drawn up with the original partition it's the west bank which is totally under military rule by israel and then there's the gaza strip which is like the open air prison which they bomb the shit out of like every couple of years and hamas controls that area and then there's jerusalem which is an international city center um, that both arabs and jews live in but the west bank has been occupied militarily since 1967 and it's complete martial law there's checkpoints all political parties are illegal you can't having a gun is like the least of it. You can't hold a flag. You can't belong to a political party. You literally can't do shit. If you're a Palestinian, you just have to sit there and submit. Um, And if even if you share a photo of someone who was like killed by an Israeli soldier, you go to jail and you go to jail for the amount of like months that, yeah based on the shares and likes of the photo, they'll they'll penalize you more and put you in prison for longer and longer. I mean, I'll, I'll just Wait, tell if you one so story. So if you put a photo on social media, like you put of someone someone who on died and they'll be like, you're sharing a martyr and inciting people to like commit suicide, like on behalf of Palestinians, you go to jail. And, and they put them in jail. There's 99.7% conviction rate. Kids are tortured. Kids are in prison. It is absolutely insane. We went to the first day that we were there. We went to a funeral of some guy, some farmer who was shot by Israeli forces, and we went to the funerals. Horrible, you know. All the women are wailing and crying. And as we're leaving, the Israeli forces had set up a checkpoint right outside of this dude's house and started tear gassing and shooting rubber bullets like at people who were simply attending the funeral, just to punish people for attending the funeral. Um, we went to another girl's house named Aya, who's uh, who got shot in the vagina for peacefully protesting at some protest. And they shot, shot two. Her. They sh- They shot. 200 people that day. One guy next to her died, another guy was paralyzed. They have a policy called shoot to cripple where they shoot guys in the dicks. Yeah, it is fucking nuts, man. The West Bank is no joke. I thought that I was gonna die several times. We were at this checkpoint going through Calandia and there was this old man walking, like clearly drunk or something and kind of like walking a little bit toward the check, but they started shooting at him. Bullets are ricocheting off the thing. And i you know my partner mike who was an invading soldier of iraq was just like we're gonna die like they're shooting this guy there's bullets ricocheting it was absolutely insane and as we go through the checkpoint the soldier's like hey stay safe out there and i was like yeah when you guys are arbitrarily shooting people and and the person who was driving us had just told us that a couple months prior to that some woman Palestinian woman because you can't go to Jerusalem like if you're Palestinian there's like barely any Palestinians who are even allowed to go pray at the most holy site the Dome of the Rock in Jerusalem you can't go to the beach you're just completely constricted in a prison and you can't travel and and he was just telling us that months before we went through this checkpoint someone was going through the checkpoint because they got a permit to go into Jerusalem which is like a lifetime golden ticket like Willy Wonka and they're walking and they get and she just got executed and then what? Yeah, she just got executed and she was bleeding out at this checkpoint and her little brother tried to help her and they shot him, too. And they're like hiding the video of this, so and this they just a day, because they fucking hate Palestinians and Palestinians are, are animals to these people. It's sick, man. It's sick. It's really, really sick, Joe. And I, I couldn't even get into Gaza. We were banned from going into this territory because I was told by the Israeli government that I was a propagandist and that I was like an enemy agent. And so I wasn't allowed to go into Gaza. So Gaza is hell, but the West Bank is a, in, under martial law and everything's illegal and you can't do a goddamn thing. And, and it's super cool. Like we went to this place called Ramallah that was just like um, Oakland where they're smoking weed. There's like openly gay people there. Like it's just completely different than what people think of Palestine, you know? People
5: think of it as just a bunch of people with turbans on, and blowing themselves And like,
12: Hamas is like, Yo, yeah. you know, you elected Hamas. And like, well, Hamas doesn't want Israel to exist. It's like, well, actually Hamas is controlling this one area For a reason because it was built as this surplus when israel was created millions of refugees were put miles away from the homes that they were ethnically cleansed from and put into refugee camps in gaza and when the israeli military wanted more and more land by the way all settlements in israel are illegal all of them are illegal in the west bank but they just keep creating more and more and more and we would go to these villages of just arab people living in these villages and the settlers will come you have to be a fanatical fucking asshole to move from California to an Arab village in Palestine and set up a goddamn tractor trailer and just live on top of their home and they can have them you know giant machine guns they can firebomb you they can shoot you they can beat you up they're protected by the state you can go with a tractor trailer set up a home the state immediately runs a water line a power line and and a military outpost to protect you and the Arabs are just sitting there waiting to get killed or attacked it's absolutely insane and the the way home demolitions work are insane too because like they either deliver a piece of paper with a rock over it and they're like, here, if you find it, good for you. And if you don't, then you're screwed. And that's if you're lucky. If you're not lucky, you'll just, your home will be invaded by settlers and you'll be forced out of your home. There's videos of this all over the internet of like groups of settlers going and literally taking over Arabs homes. And then they just are forced out. It's crazy, man. It's it's completely way crazier than I ever could have imagined. How long were you over there for? A month. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, you know, we were simply and people want to quabble about like, oh, it's not apartheid. There are different fucking license plates for Arabs and Jews like you cannot go to areas like Israeli soldiers were arbitrarily set up checkpoints and just shut you out of your neighborhood and force you to walk three miles to your home. Like they can do whatever they want because you are under martial law and you can't you have no mobility like you have no freedom. So it's really, it's really bad. And uh, we just did a whole series on the empire files talking about how Israel was created up until today. And we go over like the settlements, the demolitions, the jail and and why I think there's no hope from within Israeli society to change because it's becoming a more theocratic state and a more fascist state as it grows because you have to be to maintain this Jewish supremacist state. You have to be like more fascist and more controlling and more militaristic in, in the way that you, rule society, just like the US. I mean, people who were considered outlier fringe assholes 30 years ago are now like, the Christian evangelicals are now in power. It's really, really crazy. I mean, it's not the same because Israel is a white nationalist, like ethno supremacist state. And you see the way that they treat Ethiopians and Israelis. Um, It seems like a lot of Israelis will think about this in order to really reject the notion like you, it's like rejecting being an American. It's like such a hard thing for people to really accept
1: yeah I wanted I, I wanted you the- guys to hear yeah I understand that but I, you know I know that we had some language there, but I wanted everybody to hear a little on the ground, from the horse's mouth someone that was right there to understand because people do not recognize what is going on in gaza people don't understand that what she was saying there is very very true you're not allowed to be affiliated with a political party you're not allowed to have any say in anything if you do not only are you demeaned by israel but you're also demeaned by hamas you you have you have no place to go and just think about this for just a second. Just think about what she was saying there about the way that they acted towards the Palestinians whenever they were they would shoot them, uh, maybe to cripple them or shoot them whenever they were coming away from a funeral and different things like that, just for the fun of it. I want to explain to you something. This is exactly, without any de- deviation, what was going on in Iraq and Afghanistan with the military occupational control there. This is what WikiLeaks was really about. The Pizza Gate stuff and the stuff with the code words were in there to some degree, but that was a bit of a slide topic whenever you really want to look deeper into what WikiLeaks and the strat uh, uh, communications. Oh I think it was like five million different email communications for this. and a number of these things were videos from drones of Americans just belligerently for no reason obliterating people in the streets from the drones with no, with no, with no resistance, with no, uh, uh, no one was trying to shoot anybody. Nobody was even armed over and over and over again. These things were happening in Iraq and Afghanistan. There is not very much difference between the demilitarized zone there in Gaza or the, uh, the, uh, zone there between Gaza and Israel and what happened with Iraq and Afghanistan and the pleasure that people with power that have the better weapons always take in destroying the people without power that don't have any weapons. So effectively you have the worldwide globalist regime getting ready to descend on Palestine, which is roughly 2 million people, no army, no Navy, no air force, no tanks, no uh, uh, funding whatsoever, except for militant guerrilla style funding that has been there since israel started occupying way back in the early 1900s and has literally been set up to become the powder keg that you currently see about to blow over there in that region
0: yep and we're not for any side i don't want any wars we're done with wars no war. and, and the endless shady grove i mean that's
1: that's a great stance to have guys end the donald endless trump to, donald trump says he wants to have the killing to stop Q said to end Mm -hmm. the endless. That is what we're all here for. If you're, if you came to the Q movement and you find yourself pro Israel, if you came to the Q movement and you find yourself pro Ukraine, you did it wrong.
0: (laughs) America first guys. And you know, no more wars, you know, uh, people forget that, you know, over there in Israel, uh, where Israel is today, Christians, Muslims, uh, and Jews lived in unison together guys so uh, before well, all these policy and land grabs and all that shady
1: and people aren't people uh the news media isn't telling you about the hundreds of thousands of christians that live in gaza in palestine they're not telling yeah. you that they're not telling you that they are, a large number of palestinian people are not arab they're christian
0: yeah they don't want to tell you that though uh no, shady group, we had Announcing a $105 billion national security package for Israel and Ukraine. And uh apparently, uh Ladybug Lindsay went crazy, Shady.
1: Lost his marbles over this. My goodness. Boy, <laughs> you want to get the Republicans and the Democrats to agree? Throw war- the subject of war out there and they will agree in three seconds. Woo! Here we go. Check it out. Two exactly.
8: weeks since Hamas staged its
6: horrific attack on Israel. And now we are joined by Daniel Cohen. He has the latest for us. Daniel.
8: Yep. Hi, Lydia. So uh, a bipartisan group of senators, a news conference just wrapped up in the last few minutes. I was inside the room. First, let me set the stage and tell you who was there. Republicans Lindsey Graham, John Thune, Katie Britt, Susan Collins and Dan Sullivan. On the Democrat side, it was Ben Cardin, Jack Reed, Chris Coons, Richard Blumenthal and Cory Booker. Uh, Senator Graham, Newsmax scared this live. Senator Graham was the one spearheading this group, and he said right off the bat, 10% of the entire Senate is in Israel, in Tel Aviv, at the hotel that I'm just standing in front of uh, right now. Uh, And when you add the five senators that were here a few weeks ago, Chuck Schumer and Robert, 15, 15% plus President Biden have been in Israel in Tel Aviv in the last week. Senator Graham said that he does not hate Palestinians, that he hates Hamas. Uh, The group was at the Kiryat just a little while ago. That's Military Central Command, where they were shown pictures by the war cabinet of the atrocities committed by Hamas, the barbarism, the babies whose heads were decapitated, uh, bodies dismembered, set on fire, Holocaust survivors who were tied up, bound, and killed. Um, Senator Graham said, so how does this end? He said, Israel thrives, it survives. He said that they are here to destroy modern-day Nazis. All 10 senators took a turn at the microphone. They spoke. They all stood very strongly in the corner of Israel, even called out Iran. Senator Graham said that the idea that Iran had nothing to do with this attack from Hamas, Senator Graham's word was laughable. They opened it up for questions, and there were questions about the hostages and what will happen, and they didn't talk specific strategy about what happens when Israel invades Gaza to try to strike at the root of Hamas leadership. Uh, but they did say that the United States was working behind the scenes. We've had two Americans, a mother and daughter, were freed, and they want more freedom. I took a moment and asked all the senators and anybody on stage about why there hasn't been a stronger condemnation, especially from some on the left Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar. Rashida Tlaib's tweet is still up condemning Israel for a hospital attack that we know is a lie. The Department of Defense President Biden said it was a failed Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. It got testy. Senator Graham didn't like that question. I'm going to let you hear it right now. I want to say thank you for being here. My family lives here. I made Aliyah two years ago, so this is personal. I know many people were sent from the United States, and there's international press from around the world. And I heard every single one of you voicing your support for Israel fervently, stridently, and, and I heard that and I received that into my heart. And so on behalf of my family and, and people, I'm, I'm an American and an Israeli citizen, I say, thank you. But it starts at home. And, and I'd like to ask any Democrat senator here that would like to speak to Rashida Tlaib. She still has a tweet up condemning Israel for a hospital attack. We are here together, not to talk about the problems at home, which are many. It's a fair question, got Senator. I've my own view of what to say.
12: You're but not going to
8: screw this up. I'm not trying to screw it Get up. Get this guy out of here. Now, let I me live tell here. you. I'm an Israeli. I want an yeah. answer to the question. Please. I'm an American. And I am too. And I believe in free speech. I don't believe what the squad has to say Thank at you. all. But I came here with Democrats and Republicans to let everybody in the world know don't judge every Democrat by the squad and don't judge every Republican by some of the things you hear. Where the, the Where the yeah, House. Yeah, where the House, they'll get their act together, but we need to do our job. We need to do our job in the Senate. We need to pass a bill that will help Israel, help Ukraine. That's at least what I think. I think the House will show up. I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't have said it, but my nerves are raw right now. Nerves are raw right now. I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm Israeli, and them showing up. Uh, you know, a lot of people that I speak to say, well, what are these senators doing here? Is this a photo op? I don't believe it's a photo op. I believe that they legit- legitimately and genuinely want to help, right? And they all called out, called out Iran one by one. Senator Graham, you heard him. He, he tacitly condemned Rashida Tlaib. Nobody else? Well, I guess they did. That's the first time I'm hearing that soundbite. But I have to tell you, after that back and forth that you just saw that was real and raw and emotional, you, you heard it and saw it on both sides. Uh, Senator Susan Collins from Maine, Came up to me. She apologized. She said, I'm sorry for what Senator Graham said. And she said, anybody who can't condemn babies being decapitated, shot in the head, Holocaust survivors murdered, tortured, burned alive, this is not a hard thing. Here's what she said
12: It's very hard for me to understand why a member of Congress or anyone would not condemn what Hamas has done, um, whether it's kidnapping little children or grandmothers or shooting down students who were engaged in a dance rally or going door to door and randomly killing people, those should not be hard acts to condemn. Those are inhumane.
8: Not a hard act to condemn at all. I wasn't trying to throw a grenade on the news conference. I wasn't trying to make it about me. I was asking what every Israeli wants to know. Everybody here is watching and listening to what people, especially leadership in the United States and from the halls of Congress, are saying about Israel. President Biden has not yet condemned Rashida Taleb. Ilhan Omar, who have been given opportunities, reporter walking right next to them. I bet you've seen the video. What do you have to say about children being beheaded, babies being shot, babies being with, dismembered? They said nothing. They sat in silence. Ilhan Omar called out the reporter and called her crazy. So, Lydia, uh, a real moment um amid, amidst the reporting there's a hostage situation obviously we want we found out today the idf says there are 212 hostages were happy that two were left uh, that two were excuse me have been freed the american mother and her daughter mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of work to do and i hope lindsey graham senator graham senator collins i hope all of the, that bipartisan group of senators i hope that they can use their political sway muscle that it carries some favor and uh, and and that it helps in a positive way I'm going to leave it at that. Lydia, did, back to
6: you. Daniel, you know you did a good job when they tried to kick you out of the news conference.
0: <laughs> they tried to kick him out. He's a citizen. Shady, interesting uh, comments. Lady Lindsay is going, Ugh! is trying to do uh, what was he doing there? That was weird.
1: I'm not really exactly sure. I mean, I think that that's something that works on uh, on other people, but not not, not really uh, the uh, the reporters. Uh, 15%, isn't that great? 15, 15% of the United States senators have now been in uh, Israel, 10% of them. there. When was the last time we had 15% of the senators at the border? When was the last time you had 15% of the U.S. senators gathering at the border to bring attention to what is absolutely the biggest atrocity on planet Earth right now, which is the broken, dilapidated, un- guarded border at the southern point of the united states between us and mexico where's any attention coming to that all of these people that want to go over there and stand and scream and yell and virtue signal about israel you know what they're doing they're talking you into sending them money you know why because they got defense contracts in the background they got nonprofits in the background they got ngos in the background and once you fill those coffers guess who is going to be getting a little bit of a kickback on a big kickback that's going to be your cory bookers of the world your susan collins of the world your senator grahams of the world they know exactly what's going on here and this is exactly the reason that they were all for war in iraq and they were all for war in afghanistan and now guess what jeff all of the people all of those uh, all of those rifles and munitions and equipment that we left in afghanistan well now they're sending over some boats so that you can face some of that equipment that has been sold to palestine
0: very interesting, too. And, you know, they brought up the uh, the House, too. We've got <clears throat> nine candidates now, Shady Grew, for the House. Great. Nine. Thanks, Matt. <laughs>
7: Following the ousting
6: of Kevin McCarthy nearly three weeks ago. Congressman Dan Muser is one of them, and he joins us now. It's good to have you here, sir. Uh, please listen to Kevin McCarthy. He was on Meet the Press over the weekend.
4: We need to solve this problem. We got a wide open southern border. We got crushing inflation. We got war in the Middle East. This is not a moment in time to play around with learning on the job. I believe Tom Emmer, our whip, he's been in the room with all of our successes from our bills to secure the border, from Parents' Bill of Rights, from cutting $2 trillion, getting work requirements. We need to get him elected this week.
6: I will ask you why are you a better choice than Tom <laughs> Emmer for Speaker?
3: Well, I appreciate that, the and uh, great to be with you. I have a lot of respect for Kevin McCarthy. I do think he did a good job. I think he was very unfairly treated. Of course, Tom Emmer uh, is a good friend of mine and, and currently is our whip. And yes, he would make a good speaker. You know, frankly, Dana, everyone on that list would make a good speaker.
6: Following the ousting of Kevin
0: McCarthy. Wow. Everyone on that list. So we've got Jack Bergman, Byron Daniels, Tom Emmer, Kevin Hearn, Mike Johnson, Dan Muser, Gary Palmer, Austin Scott and Pete Sessions. So those are all the people that threw their uh hat in the ring, Shady Grove. They can't, I mean, you know, now we got 9 to choose from, Shady. I mean, w- why can't we get behind one?
1: Uh well, we had one a couple about a month ago that we 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 had one already decided. We 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 had one. <laughs> they 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 uh eight, eight of them threw them out for no reason. Wow. And, wow. and, then, and then the Patriot movement celebrated it and said that uh, all was going to be great that we now don't have a Speaker of the House. I'd like to ask, what's your, uh, what's your line of succession right now if something happens to Joe and Kamala? You should think about that before you start throwing people out of the speakership.
0: Yeah, very interesting. Uh, the uh, narrative echo chamber on Twitter is going hashtag Speaker Trump. Uh, Trump doesn't want to be Speaker, guys. We want him to be the President of the United States of America.
1: He doesn't physically have time to be speaker. Everybody. This is, this is nonsense. you need to, you need to get past this, get over it. Not only does he not have time, he cannot get 218 votes. You guys do realize that, right? You realize like at least half of the Republican party is a rhino of some sort that does not want Donald Trump to be elected. Remember that. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: And we had Hearn up there. They wanted him to be president, that or uh, speaker. Uh, this guy uh, is number one uh, politicians who benefit from war. Look at him.
1: Oh, he's your guy for sure.
0: <laughs> That's who they want, probably, right?
1: <laughs> That's their guy. I mean, the Emmer guy, oh. he, he's the one that suggested that the George H. or the George W. Bush should be the speaker of the house. Can you imagine George Bush being speaker of the house? He, he put that out there. He was serious. He thought that was a great idea.
0: Young babe says Jacob Chansley for speaker. I'm gonna just say no. Thank no. you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People are hilarious, uh, but that would be that's funny. But uh, no. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Uh, you know. So Scavino posted this today. This is very good. Check this out on Twitter. Check it out. He's
6: not going to be president. He is not. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States take it to the bank, okay. I guarantee it. All right,
3: all right. Nancy, would you like to say something?
11: <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. President, for the opportunity to meet with you uh, so that we can work together.
7: not
0: going to be president. Wow election deniers i mean these guys you know are doing everything they can to make sure that donald j trump doesn't get elected president shady groove
1: yeah the more we dug into it after the 2020 election we found more election deniers on the left than we could ever find on the right we have all these people that are on the right that want to go along with it and say that the election was legitimate like mitch mcconnell and the lindsey Graham's of the world they want you to think that joe Biden got 81 million votes yeah that's really the one that they're selling you
0: Good luck wow, with that. Wow, that's crazy. It's so it crazy. crazy,
1: guys.
0: Oh, my it's gosh. It's not a joke.
1: Uh, I'm like, it's not a
0: joke. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke. Meanwhile, we have all, you know, we had, we had apparently two uh, hostages released, but there's still hostages released. Uh, let's see what Joe Biden is doing. Mr.
4: President, do you Think about American hostages. Nice little
1: stroll on the beach. At least he can walk, Jeff. Walk on sand. Look at <laughs> look at these guys. Ah, <laughs> oh, they need a Trump one banner. <laughs> we need, a, oh we need to need a meme that Trump one banner.
0: Oh my God! Where are the <laughs> memers at?
1: Where's the memer
0: Wow! Look at that. I mean, there he is. Uh, all you know, there's American hostages, and he's walking. Leader the beach, of the
1: free world. Guy.
0: Yep. Leader of the he, free world.
1: Let's hope he doesn't see a seashell that he wants. And he'll tumble over on his head, trying to reach down and pick it up.
0: Yeah. Quick push him in. (laughs) Oh my God. Shady Grove.
1: Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Monday with narratives, right? Monday comes with narratives because it's been two days over the weekend where they kind of build up and we got to flush them all out on Monday
0: i mean we really do i mean it's so crazy that's why it's so hard to do you know one of these shows on monday i it's it's like what the heck i mean there's just so much going on over the weekend shady
1: well yeah and then we add you add your whole uh psy-opper level i mean we've actually got the military psyopers out front and proud right now to be uh psyoping you um if you missed the show on friday the end segment of the show was really good with those two gentlemen mocking all of the people out there that are cyber don't forget everybody that the uh, uh the the uh, American army is under the uh jurisdiction and uh, authority of Joe Biden right now so just letting you know what's going on out there you think mm-hmm. but 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 the a white hat nope. gray hat that. nope that hat nope nope Biden military in control no! put it Biden is president
0: (laughs) is that why (laughs) Donald Trump's running for 2024
1: yes because he wants to beat Biden
0: (laughs) oh we're not saying that there wasn't wasn't any vote fraud because we know there was guys there was vote fraud you know we know but Biden is your elected president sadly they stole it we know it you know it the whole world knows it and uh Trump won and you know it, Shady Groove.
1: Trump won and you know it. What a great Monday. I think there was a, this was a this was a great show for Monday. It really was. And we shall see you
0: tomorrow, tomorrow Tuesday. God bless you all.
7: Trump won and you
11: know it. Trump won, and you know it. The, the big news will never show it. Because it's true. Trump won, and you know it. We got dead people voting, boxes and Dominion. And facts are facts, it's not just my opinion. The Democrats know how to steal
7: Come, Come on, in. man,
11: here's the deal Trump won and you know it Trump won and you know it The, the big news. news will never show it Cause it's true Trump won and you know it While Biden's hiding in the basement Babbling away on Zoom My
5: mental health is what you doing now
11: Patriots fill stadiums, hot circles in an empty room. Twitter and the FBI. One day you
7: won't deny Trump one
11: and you know it. Trump one and you know it. The fake news won't ever show it. Cause it's true. Trump one and you know it. The thing about truth, time is always gonna tell Votes in Fulton County
8: were counted
10: more than once. I
11: bet he took New York and carried California as well Done it twice before, and he's gonna win again for the third time in 2024. Trump won and you know it. Trump won and you know it. Fox News won't even show it. It's true. Trump won and you know it.
7: Trump won and you know it.
0: You know it. Press 47 if you're voting for Trump in 2024.
10: For 2024.
11: You know
0: it, we know it, they know it Everybody knows someone www.mg.show Boom